everybody, welcome and welcome back to B&B Anime. I am Blue, that is Brad. Today we are going to be discussing Remain, which throughout the entire um, uh, sh like show that I was watching it, whenever they would mention it, my brain just went to ramen, because very early on in the show they were eating ramen and mentioned the name of the show or something similar to it, and I made the connection, and that's how it stayed. So I had ramen before we sat down to record this, so I'm a very happy camper. Nice. What did you have in your ramen? Pork, extra mm -hmm. egg, Naruto. Naruto in the ramen. And chili oil and roasted garlic. Mm. Also, to add extra spice, I stuck a fork into my bottle of the end and then put the fork into the ramen to make it super spice. Mm. My mouth is still tingly. Yeah, I bet. And garlic is interesting because I don't think that's traditionally Japanese cuisine, but I've seen a lot of ramen recently um, that is, like, using garlic in all of it. So I wonder when that came about. I don't know, because a lot of anime, especially modern anime, adds garlic to it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just something that's kind of been added in as garlic has become a lot more mainstay mm -hmm. in society throughout the world. Yeah. All I know is ramen tastes much better with garlic. Garlic makes everything yeah. better. Garlic mashed potatoes? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Oh, so good. Oh, I'm hungry again. Just garlic butter, to be honest, in general. Garlic butter on bread, garlic butter in potatoes, garlic butter on pasta. Yes. Yeah. Just garlic everything. Garlic butter plus carb. Uh, yes. Yeah. Or carbs in general. Just carbs. <laughs> Just carbs. Just carbs. Because <laughs> isn't butter also a carb? It's a fat. I don't know how you would classify that, but yeah. But is it fat carb? I don't. I I don't know. I would have thought it would it would be its own category because it, like you, uh, like olive oil, you wouldn't. And but like meat, like lard is a meat product. But meat is meat. Yeah, but like lard is lard. No, but like you get lard from meat. <laughs> I don't know. I I would consider. <laughs> Oils, their own separate category, like dairy. Nutritionally smart people. Give us answers on this, please and thanks. Yeah, and is a butter classified as a dairy or an oil? If an oil is separate from a dairy, which it would be because not all oils are dairy, but some oils are. I don't know, my brain hurts. It's getting too scientific. <laughs> Senku! <laughs> I would consider oil their own separate thing. So maybe... Butter, when in butter form, like a block of butter or a stick of butter, is a dairy, but once it's melted, it's an oil. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I don't understand. I'm <laughs> not big brain when it comes to science. Um, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> sure, why not? Sure. Uh, but yeah, how, how else have you been? What else have you been up to other than eating ramen? Uh, Battlefield Beta. I've been deep diving into that for the past few days. Mm. I'm having a great time. Mm. It feels nice to be back in, like, modern-esque Battlefield games. Nice. So that's been fun. Been gaming with the friends. That's been a lot of fun. And that's about it. Also, Spooky Month. I've been playing horror games. That's been fun. Yeah, I do love a bit of Spooky Month. Yeah. But that's it. That's all for me. How about you? I went outside. 
What the hell? I know. Who the hell are you? I know. You can't be a part of this podcast if you touch grass. Get out. Honestly, honestly, it was it was a very bizarre experience. I haven't had much chance since moving to really explore Toronto now that I live here. Because Except for the fact that you went out and made a friend? I, I, uh, my friend was my neighbor. Oh yeah, no, the, I have a neighbor friend, then I have a friend that I met at the drugstore. So, you know, but this- You've made another friend that's your neighbor? Excuse me? Well, he, I, I, <laughs> very loosely term friends. He saw me moving in. He's like my uh-huh. immediate next door neighbor. And uh-huh. so he came over to ask, like, if I, like, where I'd moved from. And I was saying that I just moved to the province. And so then he, like an absolute sweetheart, said, um, well, if you're, first of all, like, uh, let's exchange contact information. If you need any information about the building or anything, cool. And then he goes, I'm going to send you um, a list of, like, all of the best places around here, where the groceries are, where good coffee is, um, where <laughs> he's a smoker, so where good smoke shops are, um, like all of these, like, I don't know, staples for like living on, on like my first or second day moving here. I don't know. It was really, really sweet. His girlfriend's lovely as well. And, um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It was just like a really nice, like, moment of moving into a strange new place and him just being like, I got you here. I'll get you settled. It was very sweet. Um, but yeah, this week I had a class for school outside. What the hell? I know. Who goes to school outside? <laughs> I know. COVID, we go to school at home. I know. Um, so I have most of my classes are evening classes. Uh-huh. And so I had a class that was like in a park. Um and uh and we were going there and and we were going to draw in in this lit park and so we were all like sat out like um you know how like you have those giant concrete slabs mm-hmm. so we were all we sat in a slab and then the slab next to us was empty and then somebody else sat in that the slab next to that so we were all like spaced out via these slabs mm-hmm. and um a professor was in front of us and he was talking at us and and it was like hard to hear him sometimes whenever he would turn in one direction i couldn't hear him and then he would turn back and i because i was right on the end couldn't hear him anyway it was a whole thing um it was really nice to get out there i made some good friends with some of some of my classmates and we exchanged contact information and uh yeah we're probably gonna go out and get to know each other a bit more um now that restrictions are, are lifting consistently around here i'm i'm so proud of you I know, but actually yeah. getting out and making friends. Have you have you disclosed to them that you are secretly a weeb? I I have, and funnily <laughs> enough, quite a few of them are weebs too. Uh, there was this one girl who had Bakugo on her phone screen. It was a lock screen, so I was like, "Heck yeah!" I was like, "Awesome!" Know where we're going? Um, yeah, another friend that uh, is has a a Japanese relative, so we were bonding over our mutual Japanese relatives. Oh, fantastic. And, All right. Yeah. I like it. Um, and she's a sweetheart. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was just really nice to go out and see people at, in person with faces, you know? I mean, half of their right. faces were covered with masks, but like, I got to see eyeballs. <laughs> right. I'm sure that was a change. Yeah, very much a change. And, um, and I didn't realize how much my body has not gotten used to walking. 
I thought you were going to say the sun for the a sec. <laughs> no, it was out in the evening, so I didn't even get to see that. <laughs> oh, so not even used to the moonlight. Okay. Yeah, well, it was. it's a new moon right now. Or, well, kind of. It's just turning from a new moon. But, yeah, it was a new moon when What do you mean there. it's new moon? It's always been the same moon. Ha 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 ha. 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 <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so, but I, yeah, apparently sitting in your apartment for however long in your own um, tiny space means that you don't take as many steps as you do when you go outside. You mean the fact that you don't have Tilly means your body has gotten used to not walking? Yeah. Who would have thunk it, you know? The fact that I don't have I a dog around. I never would have thought. Oh, and Tilly's got kennel cough. What? Yeah, she hasn't even been to the kennels. She just picked it up somewhere. So, um, she's isolating right now. She has <laughs> she has dog equivalent of COVID. Oh, no. Poor Bean. I know. So, um, she's isolated from my other dog. Well, my parents. You know, I don't- mm. I have no dogs here. <laughs> Sad face. Whenever I see a dog in the street now, I'm like, swarm! Um, <laughs> give all the hugs. Give all the hugs. Um, but yeah, she's, she's got kennel cough, so she has been having honey. Um, and apparently the vet said dandelion as well. I know that dandelion is good for, like, your- your liver and your, you know, diuretic system- urinary tracts, stuff like that, but I did not know that apparently it's good for kennel cough in dogs. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. We were looking into blackcurrant as well, blackberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, blackcurrant over blackberry, because blackcurrant is a, another antiseptic, another natural antiseptic like um, honey, but I don't know if dogs can have it, so we're going to ask the vet, because like dogs can have like strawberries, but I don't know about blackcurrants, because they're a little bit more unusual. Hmm. Well, hopefully Bean gets to feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, anything else? I'm trying to think. I've been experimenting with my coffee, with how I make coffee these days. Oh. Yeah. I mean, of course, because you have a bougie-ass coffee maker. I do. And so I went and bought some cinnamon and nutmeg and allspice and all of these fancy- I don't have any of the syrups. You know when people use all those fancy syrups? Mm-hmm. I don't have any of those. But I do have, like, ground-up dried shit. That I sometimes throw in it. Um, I mean, I'm sure you could learn how to make those syrups, though. Yeah. I don't think it would be that hard. I'm sure it would just be reducing a bunch of random shit. Well, I it uh, if it's sugary and it's anything like making a caramel sauce, then it's going to be incredibly difficult because they are like, I'm ready, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm ready, burnt. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> not ready, not ready, not ready, done, nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> it's like bananas. Like, if you don't catch bananas at just the right moment, yeah. they go from not ripe to fucked. Yeah. Okay, how do you like your bananas? Do you like them? I don't. You don't? You don't at all? No. Funny. It's a texture thing. Also, I feel like I might have thrown them up at some point in the past, because now even just thinking about a banana just makes my whole body just churn. See, I get like that, but only with artificial banana flavor. You see, I don't like artificial banana flavor either. The only time I can actually stomach banana is when my family makes homemade banana ice cream. Oh, that sounds good. It is actually really good. Other than that, I detest banana with a passion. Yeah, see, I can can handle natural bananas, but anything that is remotely banana-flavored or banana-scented, I can't do. Because when I had a double ear infection when I was a kid, um, Mm -hmm. I uh, had banana-flavored antibiotics. Ew. Yeah, because children like banana flavored things, and so we <laughs> artificially flavor. What flavored. person 
who came up with a concept that children love artificial banana flavors? Who in their right fucking mind the thing would about come it, up with such a travesty? It was dumb. And the thing about it was, is it was my second set of antibiotics because I'd had, I'd been on a previous set of antibiotics. I hadn't quite cleared up the ear infection. So this was a second set that they'd given me. The first set was strawberry flavor. And I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> you know, I love artificial strawberry flavor. Um, uh-huh. And so, and I think, I don't know, maybe strawberries are much stronger flavor, so it could mask the medicinal flavor a lot better. Or maybe it just like went with the medicinal flavor better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, I had that, but the, the ear infection had ended up spreading and, and getting like, it just wasn't clearing up properly. And so then they gave me a second set of stronger antibiotics, which also may, may be why it didn't blend well <laughs> with the flavor, but I couldn't have strawberry. I guess they ran out or they didn't make them in this stronger antibiotic or whatever. And, and so I had this banana flavored one. And now even, and even if it's like a banana bread, if they haven't, if they've, Use real bananas, then it's fine. If there's the tiniest whiff of a banana essence, cannot. Blech. Can't handle no, it. No, gross. Yeah. Get it away. No. It's like if it's just chuck, like cut up bananas and put in the bread, then I'm fine. If it's not... Yeah, gross. Get it away. Blech. Get it out of here. Shoo, go. Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. No. Ow. Yeah. Do you remember when those squishies were a really big thing? Squishies. Yeah, like the the um, stress balls, but they weren't balls; they were just squishies. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they used to come scented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For some reason, bananas were huge then. So I remember going into because I was like high school around this time. So I remember going into like Ardeen's or you know another like teenage girl accessory store, and yeah. they're like everywhere, all over the place. And for some reason, so many of them were like bananas. I guess it was because they were going for a tropical vibe because they were quite often like coconuts or pineapples or pina colada scented stuff and loads of bananas Mm. as well. So I just couldn't go anywhere near the entire wall because I would just blow chunks all over the store floor if I got all (laughs) whiff of that banana. Oh, yeah. No, no. They're no good. They're no good at all. Do you have any of those other than banana that's just like an immediate no reflex? Uh... Plain tomatoes that aren't cooked. Really? And maple syrup. Really? But we've had the discussion about maple I syrup. I think so, because you're like not allowed to ever become Canadian because of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I got a bad bout of food poisoning. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I ate whenever this bad bout of food poisoning hit was pancakes. So, still to this day, I cannot stand the taste of maple syrup. And I have never liked tomatoes ever since I was a kid. Whenever I was a kid, I was the least picky eater you have ever met until it came to tomatoes. I can cook with tomatoes as long as tomatoes are cooked. Great. Fantastic. We'll Mm. eat those all day long. What about salsa, then? Because, like, a fresh salsa has fresh tomatoes. It's fine unless there's cilantro in it. Because then it tastes like soap. Yeah, I'm with you yes. on that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah, me too. I didn't know. Oh, hey, I didn't look at know that. until, like, I just thought it tasted strange, you know? And then and then people mm. were like, oh, you know, there's this soap thing. And I'm like, that's not me. That's dumb. Um, and then I'm eating it. And I'm like, no, I kind of get it. It does taste like soap. <laughs> like, it's okay. like, oh, wait. Yeah, this this does make sense, actually. Yeah, because I'd never, like, whenever I, you would go to, like, I don't know, Mucho Burrito or somewhere, and they were like, do you want cilantro? I would always automatically just say no, because I knew I didn't like the flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then and then sometimes I would still taste like something off and I didn't know that it was the cilantro that I was tasting that was off for the longest time because it would just be like mixed in with the salsa right yeah and so I didn't know what it was for the longest time that was tasting off because I always said no to the cilantro so it can't be that because (laughs) I didn't want it right yeah so then I was like oh no wait it's also just in the salsa which I don't understand why would they put it separate if they're gonna just mix it in (laughs) like what's because some people like extra cilantro. Yeah, but then they those can ask people, for extra. You can go on somewhere. That's like having um, uh, avocado in the freaking like burrito sauce that they put on it, and then ask you if you want ex- like guacamole. It's like uh, you. It's I have a to way pay- to charge more. Just add an extra service fee. I don't care. But also, salsa is just naturally made with cilantro. Not how I make my salsa. Well, of course, because you don't <laughs> like cilantro. <laughs> so, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But also, not how I would make my salsa either. No. I like mango salsa. It's really nice. I've never actually had a mango salsa. It's really good. It's basically just like a regular salsa, except you just add mango. I can Fresh believe mango. it. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's really, really, really good. Especially I do if you enjoy add a bit, mango, though. The lime that you add with the regular salsa, plus with the mango, it's oh, it's really, and then the sweet and the spicy, very good, very mm, nice. Much. I delish. like spicy. Yes. My hands cannot handle spice anywhere near as much as the rest of me can. That's weird because your hands are like the strongest. Your hands and your feet are like the two strongest bits of your body, considering how much they do. Yeah, I don't know. My the skin on my hands, I guess, is just really, really sensitive. I guess it's because I had like eczema on my hands for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I will cut a chili pepper and eat that chili pepper, and my mouth will burn for like I don't know, maybe fifteen minutes or so after I've eaten it. But my hands will be burning until the next day. So, yeah, I don't know. Hands like worse. Ah, the kind of person that has to wear gloves when they cook, I see. I should do that. That is what I should do. You're right. <laughs> so you don't. No, I just suffer. Big brain. Mm-hmm. And I've maybe I am the true big brain one of the podcast. I honestly think you are because I have on several occasions googled how to get chili pepper off of your hands whilst my hands are burning like crazy. And still, at that point, it's too late. Mate. I know, and I still and people are always like, "Oh, put like oil on it, and it'll come off. It'll draw out." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, bullshit." Uh, just put your hands in a bowl of milk. Why does that sound so gross? It really does. <laughs> that came out, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, "Ew." Yeah, it just it's it's not gross, but that sounds foul. It really does. You that could be a different liquid, and it would be fine. But milk specifically is gross. I mean, it could be worse. It, yes, yes, it could. Put your hands in yogurt. Oh no, well, that's just gross milk. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so again, you can make it a lot worse, or even better, like dirty sink water. Like oh, after you've done wet dishes. food. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Ugh. Yeah. And again, I think that goes back to the whole I hate doing dishes because mm-hmm. even though I've cooked, so I know exactly what is in that sink. I know what has been rinsed off. Mm-hmm. That sink water is still more disgusting than 
anything else on the face of the planet. No, I fully get you. It's like wet hair that's not attached to my head is suddenly ten times grosser than wet hair that's attached to my head. Like, why? Yes, like it. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand why. But yeah. my brain is like, you did this, and yet this is still the most disgusting thing on the planet. Yeah, it's like I grew that hair, but now that it's in my hand and not on my head, can't stand it. Nope, get away, shoot. Yeah. It's like, uh, that hair's been with works. me for the past, like, ten years, and yet I'm still disgusted by it. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Dumb. So, shall we Shall we get into our topic for the day? Yeah, after we've just grossed out all of our listeners to the point where probably none of them are listening anymore. Apologies. Uh, not apologies, because we ramble. You're welcome. That, and it is <laughs> Halloween, so if we're gonna go with any gross topics for any time of the year, it's this one the most acceptable. Right? Now for a topic that is not as gross. Remain, or ramen, as Blue's Brain likes to think. Yes, yeah. Oh, I want to watch a ramen anime. Yeah, just, uh, what was that? Naruto. No, well, I mean, yes. (laughs) But there was, is it, was it laid back camp season one, where it's like the girl went on a ramen quest? No, it wasn't. It was K-On? Maybe? Where there's, like, a bonus episode where one of the girls just goes on a ramen quest. I could see that being either or. I think it was K-On. I don't remember. But, I yeah. could see it being laid back camp, though. For some reason, laid back camp stands out. Yeah. I don't know. Can't but remember. then again, all I'm seeing now is that uh, Vine or clip of that anime where it's like all right this is how you make ramen you got your spring onions you add your garlic and a gun <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that no i haven't oh my god i'm going to hunt this down but actually first i'm going to talk a little bit about our topic yeah so remain is actually an original project hmm. made by mappa directed by Kiyoshi Matsuda, and written by Masafumi Nishida. Mm-hmm. MAPPA, of course, huge studio. They do lots of things. They do all the good things. They do our best thing. Our best thing. Uh, yeah, the one that has the absolute lowest drop rate so far. No, 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 no. We, we, we're we not worried about Jujutsu Kaisen here. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it was only Crunchyroll's anime of the year last year, but no, 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 no. no. We, we, we don't talk about that. No. Well, Such a fantastic show. Yeah, right. According according to our, our list, and I've nearly completed it, by the way. I've actually been doing work. Praise the freaking gods of anime, because I've actually updated the drop list to nearly complete. I think I have like five or so more to update. Um, and yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen still stands as the best drop rate. Yata! Yata! Well, this is good. Jujutsu Kaisen, it do it. It's also such a good show, so I get it. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the show actually just finished airing on the 3rd of October, 2021. It began airing on July 4th of 2021 for a total of 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. Very fantastic 12 episodes, I might add. Yeah, I uh, when we get into the dropped and the scoring and stuff, I have some theories about things, but we'll get into it. Okay, let's jump into it. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, it is rated a PG-13, which I think is fair, because it does deal with some pretty intense themes throughout the show, and I will- It gets dark for a second, yes. too. Oh my god, that got real dark yeah. for a second. So I am gonna put a trigger warning out there. Um, I'm gonna keep it fairly general, um, but, uh, there, I made a trigger warning out there for a couple of different themes. So if you feel like you could possibly be triggered, the reason why I'm not going into what the trigger is is because it will spoil. So if you feel like you could possibly be someone who is triggered by this, go on the Wikipedia page or something, read up about the show, um, see if it is something that might trigger you and use your own judgment based off of that. But I don't want to actually list what the triggers are because it will spoil the thing. So just going with that. Um, but yeah, rated, rated PG-13, I feel like that's fair. Um, but again, parental discretion is advised because of those triggers. On my anime list, it is a 7.26 out of 10 and very similar rating on Anime Planet at a 7.64 out of 10. So just like, I don't know, 0.4 difference between them. However, with that fairly, like that's a decent score, a 7.5, I guess, a 7.45 for average is um very, very solid for an anime. Solid, solid score. However, it's got a very high drop rate at a 17.97, so nearly an 18% drop rate, which is very, very high. I think the reason why the drop rate is so high at the moment is because of how new the anime is. That being said, we did cover Jujutsu Kaisen pretty quick after it had finished. Um, not this quick, but pretty quick, and we've covered others pretty quick after they finished, and um, they haven't been this high. But the numbers, yeah, but other things that we have covered, like right after the fact, yeah, have all been staples that have <clears throat> garnered following. Whereas this is the first sports anime, yeah, that we have ever covered. Also, this wasn't one of the big hitters, according to TikTok. It was like a big sleeper anime of the bunch. Yeah, and that's like everybody that watched it loved it. Yeah, and that's where I'm going because the the scores are solid. The drop rate is high, so I think mm-hmm. what it is is that. Um, this anime, because it's not, you said it wasn't based off of a manga or anything, so it didn't have an audience coming into this. It had to build its own audience throughout being a thing, unlike mm-hmm. other animes that already have a following. So, um, that, that plus the fact that I think that this does tend to appeal more to international audiences than necessarily Japanese audiences. I feel like this hits the very big, like, free haiku, kind of market and they tended to do better in North America and the UK and Australia than they did actually in Japan even though they did well I feel like this is another one of those ones that's actually going to do better internationally than originally um mm-hmm. and because it is just wrapped up the um actual numbers the amount of people that have watched it and recorded it so far on Anime Planet is quite small I was looking at like you know, eight or so thousand people um, that had, had recorded it. So maybe like, okay, maybe 20,000 people if I include all of the things that had recorded it, you know? So mm. I feel like um, I'm going to give it a few weeks and come back to this and see how that changes the drop rate because I do think that this is going to be one of those ones that the drop rate can change quite dramatically. So I feel like what I'm going to 
try and do is at the end of every year, I'm going to go back through and re-update the dropped list from everything and see if any percentages have changed as years go by. Because seasons do change, fashions do change, trends do change, and people end up going back and revisiting old things, and things can get like second and third and fourth lives as people rewatch them. Because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to take off and become a cult classic, i.e., Dead Man Wonderland yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and it could so be you years after the fact. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna update that because it the they're not matching up to me. The scores and the drop rate are very different. For example, I feel like um, let's see if I can find another one that that had a pretty high drop rate. Um, okay, well, here's a good example. So, New Game has a 7.59 and a 8.4 out of 10 score, but the drop rate is 3%. So, for an average 7 point, the drop rate should be around 3% in my, like, in, from my records. And that's pretty consistent that if the drop rate, if it's scored about a 7 out of 10, yeah, okay, so here's Kakiguri. From last week, scored a 7.8 and a 7.3, has a 4.34% drop rate. So mm-hmm. a, a between 3 and 5% for those score ratings is what I'm expecting for the drop rate. And and I didn't see that here, so I'm curious as to see what continues. Yeah, it's definitely a, I guess, dark horse would almost be a word to put it yeah. because it's extremely popular in the circles that it's brought up and around however it is brand new and comes with absolutely zero fanfare considering it is an original creation yes yeah and um and i think that's a that's a huge thing for it i'm also going to say that last couple of weeks ago i did a prince of tennis episode and i never actually told you guys what the drop rate was for prince of tennis so i'm just gonna update you now it is a 14.7 percent which for 178 episodes is very good very pleased with that drop rate yeah very good yeah okay definitely not tamayomi by any means (laughs) (laughs) no okay um so with that uh i think we should just oh wait let me give you a brief description before we put those spoiler hats on Water polo. Yes, I have never actually, I don't think I've ever seen water polo being played. Neither have I. Yeah. So, um, I was going into this completely, I think this is probably the first sports anime that I've been going into completely blind, because even, Mm -hmm. like, Ice Shield 21, where I was going into it knowing very little about American football, I've still seen American football, you know, because it's everywhere here in North Mm -hmm. America, so it's like, you know, you see it on TV, or you hear advertisements for it, or watch an ad for it, or whatever. And, like, the Super Bowl's, like, talked about here in Canada as well. Not so much in the UK, but it's it's talked about here. So, Mm -hmm. um, like, I know those things. Um, But this one, I was going into it with zero knowledge Mm -hmm. about anything. And I'm fascinated, and I want to go back to the olympics that just happened (laughs) and go and watch water polo i want to see if it's on youtube or something and i can go and watch those games because i am fascinated oh i am as well it is a very fascinating game just to watch played especially in an anime perspective like this was a lot of fun to watch yeah although the rules weren't dove into as much no 
but I feel like they kind of didn't need to be since this was more a slice of life with a little bit of sports. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cross between basketball, football, and soccer. <laughs> My football. And, and maybe soccer. A, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Cause it's kind of got like, like water wrestling. <laughs> in it as well it's like yeah it's a really bizarre combination of other sports it's so so fascinating if you're thinking of like horse polo it's not that no no not could you imagine if they played this with pool noodles (laughs) (laughs) like quidditch but in the water yes oh my god that'd be great or like lacrosse but in the water yeah, it's, I don't know. It, lacrosse is vicious. That's Canada's. It's very vicious. It's, oh, God. Yeah, it's Canada's national sport. I don't understand. I think the Canadians are, are very strange. Canadians that are not me, because I'm not Canadian by blood, but um, are very strange creatures in the sense that they have the reputation of being some of the nicest people, yet they play the most violent sports. Sure. Yeah, national sport of, of the summer is lacrosse. National sport of the winter is hockey. Oh, yes. The two sports where you beat the shit out of each other with sticks. Yeah, and one of them with blades on your feet. Yep. Yeah. And then it's also like, oh, there's a big mountain. Let's just slide down it on some planks. I mean, that seems to have caught on all over the world, so why not? Must yeah. be doing something, right? Right. I don't know. It just makes me laugh. But anyway, so Water Polo. They're playing Water Polo. It's based around our main character, Minato, who is um has experienced i i think that i don't think this is a spoiler because it happens very early on and it's the entire theme of the whole thing so it's not a spoiler but he has been in an accident and because of that he has had some memory issues because of the accident and he throughout middle school used to play water polo to a very very high level and so it's about him trying to deal with the accident trying to deal with the complete change in direction of his life also having missed a year of his life six and a half months of it being in recovery in a coma and then the rest of it being in recovery and going through like physiotherapy and rehab and stuff and then joining school and like learning three years worth of school and then joining school again and trying to adapt being a grade lower and well being in the grade for him but he is now a grade lower than everyone else and you know having to just understand and accept this whole situation it's a very intense theme and i will say that there are a bunch of cliches that are even completely addressed by the anime like called out this is a cliche um, and still used so Uh yeah it's it's a very 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 cliche anime that being said Oh, this is hilarious. Episode three of the anime was delayed for one week due to a special broadcast of the British Open 2021. <laughs> it was delayed for tennis. Um, That's fantastic. Um, 10 out of 10, can't agree. Tennis, very important. Right, yeah. I wonder how Roger Federer did. But yeah, so it's just... It's, it, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, an overview. It's about polo, it's about water polo. It's about teenage boys doing teenage boy things. And yeah. If you like sports animes and you like a good cliche anime, you'll love this. You'll get a really good kick out of it. If you enjoyed Free or Q or um, All Out or any other kind of like good looking young high school boys do good looking young high school boy sports and we get pans of high school boy bodies. You know what I mean? 
Oh, there's definitely <laughs> going to be body pillows made about this show. Don't you worry. Yeah, 100%. That's, it's very that. It is very yes. that. Although, I will say, MAPPA did a very MAPPA thing in that they paid attention to the bodies extremely well. Yeah. Because the longer the show went on, like, you slowly see the de- the definition coming back to Minato. Yeah. And it was so subtle, mm-hmm. but it just kept continuing. And I'm like, I'm a big fan of this. Like, this is very small attention to detail that probably only I am noticing. No, I know. Big fan. That, yeah. Like, they did a great job with that. So good job, Mappa. Yes. And I will also um, say that I enjoyed the fact that there is some diversity in this. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Yes. I. Kind of threw me off guard because you're not used to seeing that. No, yeah, and um, it was it was a nice surprise. It was really nice, and it was just like very very casually done and very very well done, not pointed out at all, and uh, and it was great. It was just like a mixed race couple having a mixed race kid that just is involved in the thing. It's great, love it. And yeah, and it like they did fantastically well with it too. Like his hair was great yeah and i noticed that um like lips are a huge issue with black people in anime um Mm. i i wouldn't say so much anymore but it definitely a huge history of that um and they did a really really good job he's just another one of the characters he's uh, in the main group which is great to see and um uh yeah more of that please we like more diversity good good diversity good inclusion like again fantastic job i I absolutely love this. And it he's, was such a fun time. And him and the character that, like, hangs out with him. Again, I'm, I haven't put the spoiler hats on right now, so I'm trying to, like... <laughs> uh, I think are a really, really good dynamic. Really appreciate those two. Oh, yes. Great time. And also, there is Best Tortoise. Oh, I was gonna say Best Pet. Best Pet. Best Pet. Best Pet. Like, we have a contender for Best Pet. He has... that tortoise is great. That tortoise has character development. <laughs> it does. And it never says a word. Like, no. this is a true slice of life. There's no magical elements to this. No. He just has character. Anyway, it's great. So, spoiler chicken hats on. First plot hole I need to point out. Okay. The fact that his 500 yen thing never sold. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that... That just immediately popped into my brain, and I was like, oh my god, I need to address this. Yep. Yep. He wakes up. He doesn't remember the last three years. He thinks he's also. Can we just talk about the fact that he thinks that he's a, a sixth grader? So he thinks that he's eleven, and like he just. There's so many questions that I think I would have if I all of a sudden woke up thinking I was eleven, and he's just chill. Yeah, can you imagine how scary that would be? Just waking up and just missing three years of your life. Yeah. Well, not even three three years, and then all of the time he was in a coma. Yeah. So fucking. 42 months of his life just gone. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah. He realizes, like, about the accident. He has no memories of the past three years. His sister has all of a sudden grown up, and he was like, oh, she feels like my older sister now. Um, Which it, like, wow. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, that would, again, that would be crazy. Yeah. And, um, and so his mom, basically the accident was his mom got into a car accident, which can you imagine the emotion that this mom is feeling? Like you have a kid that's on his way to becoming an Olympian in his sport, like projected best in the country and you get into a car accident and 
that kid is now in a coma and then wakes up and forgets his entire career around that sport. Mm-hmm. Like the emotion she must be feeling. And they do show the accident later on. And it wasn't her fault. I mean, this truck just pulled out in front of her out of nowhere on a rainy day. Mm-hmm. So, but like still. Yeah, still that guilt would suck. Yeah. Yeah, intense, bad feelings. Okay, but anyway, so uh, then he is trying to do everything that's best to his family. So he says that he'll go back to water polo, he'll do all this kind of stuff. But he's quickly realizing that he like physically is so different. And then he's like, I, I just can't do it. I have to just focus on other things. So he spends the next eight months just working on rehab and school and just trying to catch up, do three years of schooling in one in eight months so that he can attend high school and take the high school exam to get in and um and he doesn't remember his old friends the ones that he won the championship with um and uh and so yeah he's he's like an elementary school kid in the high school kid's body <laughs> nuts that would that would just be so strange yeah yeah like having to go through all of that yeah and you can very much tell i mean later on they do a very very good job of his demeanor changing he's very childlike in the beginning mm-hmm naive and and just trying to make people happy and he's not angry at all you don't see any of that um also can we talk about his younger sister having ptsd from that accident right like and again that is a very real inclusion yeah that they did with that as well so that's again really good on their part for adding that in yeah yeah and i i would have liked i don't know because of his memory issues i get it but i don't know maybe i i want if there is a, if they get approved for a second season, there's still so many more issues that he has to go through as a main character. I would mm-hmm. like to see more of him dealing with the accident later. I on. think he's going to have to because he, he kind of started dealing with it there, like during his nap. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't really. At this point, his addressing has just been kind of him getting through life. He's just trying to be his like through this season. He's just trying to find his path and where he's going and find a settlement. And as soon as he's safe, which you kind of see in the last like two episodes, is like him feeling like he's in a secure environment. That's when the brain is going to start processing what actually happened and dealing with that trauma. And I feel like that's going to be shown even more throughout the second season if there is one. Yeah, God, I hope there's a second season. I hope so too, and I hope that this dropped rate does not affect. Like, I hope the fact that it was a slow burner does not affect the fact that it might get approved for a second season. I don't know. I I feel like it's been successful, and I also feel like Mappa is the kind of company that will make an anime just for a non-Japanese audience, whereas some of the smaller studios won't put the money in if they're not going to see it returned in investment immediately after, you know? Yeah, because MAPPA is one of the biggest Japanese animation studios, so they can definitely afford to take a leap on a show like this, especially considering they already did. Like, they made the show. They left it open yeah. for a second season. Yeah. So I'm curious to see kind of where they're going to go from here and if and when we inevitably see what's going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah, and unlike some of the other smaller studios, I really feel like they can afford to to make things for foreigners mm-hmm. yes 100 percent. yeah so that's kind of the, the big thing and then obviously uh, uh, just like how it must feel to know that your friends that you did all of this stuff with even if you don't remember that you did it have moved on without you mm-hmm. like i mean you can't expect them to wait 
but also at that same time, like that must that the, those feelings of betrayal. Well, not only that, but he doesn't remember those friends. No. So, like, he doesn't even know who they are. He didn't meet them until junior high, whenever he started playing water polo. Anyway, yeah. So it's not like there's any of those feelings to be had on his part just because of the situation. Yeah, until later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Okay. So then it's him joining his school's water polo team and. The I really like the the random group of kids because it is the same scenario. This is why I'm like it's cliche because it's the same scenario as pretty much any other sports anime where they have an underdog team and they don't have enough players. They have to go around and collect a bunch of smaller players and figure out how they're going to mesh them together and make a team. And I like this group. I think they did a really good job of picking some stereotypical but also unusual characters. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very unusual team. Which, again, is cliche, but at the same time, it's unusual in, like, the best of unique ways. Yes. Because every character is so different from one another, and yet they all mesh together beautifully. Yeah. And so it's fantastic to see kind of how the whole group comes together. One thing it does differently than what I feel like a lot of sports animes will do, though. Mm Mm-hmm is typically every character on the team will, like, have their own episode of wanting to quit and go off and do other things and go on about their doubts. Mm -hmm. Whenever they built upon the characters kind of as they needed to be. Yeah. Versus just one episode on this one, then the next episode on that one, and so on and so forth. Yeah, and I really like that as well, because it meant that we were kind of revisiting some of these old emotions that some of these characters have, which I think is so much more human than people just getting over something in the moment. Really, really good example of that is with Shy Boy, who's, I have nicknames for all of them. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't even remember their actual names. You just have Shy Boy, uh... Pastry, Younger Brother bad boy like that's how i have them all in my head yep um except for jojo because he is now from jojo's bizarre adventure and he is jojo in my head <laughs> like he is the only character who i actually have his name memorized other than minato just because the point they make about it's, his name yeah it's a palindrome which i know yeah. what that's like having a palindrome as a name because my given name is a palindrome what no what no never no, it would never be. No. But yeah, George, George. <laughs> uh, he's great. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, with Shy Boy, he had a really, really good, uh, character development moment, uh, fairly early on mid, mid season, I'd say, where he, um, is really unsure. He feels like he's dragging the team down. Those emotions are kind of dealt with in the moment where he gets, like, support from his team. And then later on, in the last couple of episodes, those same emotions are revisited, and I think that is so important to show in this anime in comparison to other animes, because you don't get over your emotions with one happy conversation. Mm-hmm. And can I just say, had they not done what they did in that last episode, I probably would have ended up hating the show. Yeah, yeah, that last episode needed to end the way that it did. But the way that it did, I... Like, that's what sold me yeah. on the whole thing, because I... It takes a lot for me to get legitimately angry yeah. at a show or with a character in particular. Mm-hmm. And I immediately turned on our main character, like kind of two thirds of the way in because of what happened. Yeah. And then that last bit or the last couple episodes, I kind of to soften up a little bit. But then that last episode, I was like, okay, you've hooked me. Yeah. And I really, I actually really, really, really enjoy 
his dynamic with the uh, with the teacher because that mm. teacher is a piece of work my god the the coach but he's i don't think he's that big of a piece of work I, I he's just not meant to be dealing with youth i think that's the thing i think i would like him better if he was a coach for adults but dealing with middle school and high schoolers i think he is he doesn't take into account how they need to develop as a person i mean if this were a real life scenario yes 100% However, I think that he is fantastic in what he does, especially in the sense of the show, mm. because he's very loving in his own way. Yeah, I- Like, he tells them exactly what they need to hear. He's also selfish in his desires and what he wants them to do, because he's pushing- He pushed our main character to be egotistical and then did the same with the- mm -hmm. With the friend that is now the ace of the other team. Older However, he's- Yeah, he's very good- about like spinning it to where they'll be able to understand and kind of get the point across. Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's why I think that he would be a much better coach for an older group, um, because he, the way he is right now as a coach, he's not setting them up for life. He's setting them up for water polo. You know what I mean? And while that's fine for a water polo player, it's not fine for a human. <laughs> Caveat to that, though. That is a school built around water polo. So therefore, if you're going to that school and going to that school specifically for water polo, then that is what he is expecting. Yeah, but he is still a teacher of children, so he should be able to train them in a way. He is a coach of children. Still. He is not teacher, he, he is just coach. Coach of children in a se Like, I don't like the way that he teaches, is basically like what I I'm Like I said, if at. this were a real life scenario, it would be different, but for anime, he played his role perfectly. Absolutely. I, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't change his character for anything because it needs to be the way that he is for the show to move. I just don't like him as a human, except he's not a human, he's a character. I think he's a shit person. <laughs> but but I also think that he had some major character development in the end, where you get to see in the final episode him he never he doesn't apologize and he doesn't revert what he said, but he shows appreciation for older brother um after like he had been mentioned previously that he had just been comparing him to the Minato that didn't exist anymore throughout the entire time that he was in high school, undermining all of his work and making him feel less than. And then he doesn't apologize, but he at least shows appreciation for him, which was nice, at least. However, hear me out. That is only what characters said. We never actually saw the coach do that. So, that is probably the main reason I kind of hold the stance that I do. If we had actually seen him do that, then that would be different. But we knew from the time that the older brother got into high school that he had to step up and take the spot. Yeah. I also don't like that he let um, older brother play with an injury. I mean, I understand that he begged him to play and he's the captain. Well, he's not the captain, but he's he's the ace. And, and the other team were holding back and all that shit. I get it. But also, um, you're a coach for a team that uh, is going to nationals and he has a torn muscle and you're going to let him play? Uh, I'm sorry, I would have not done that. Your entire career could have just been ruined, my guy. Yeah, but, I mean, again, it was just because of the history of the boys. I know, it was the history, and I know that- And again, that was a character growth moment. It... <sighs> uh, because if it had been any other player, he'd have been like, no, you don't get to play. But because he also coached Minato, and he knew how much all three of his trio actually wanted to play against him, 
Mm-hmm. He allowed it. I get it. I get but it. Also, I don't you're like the it. coach of the biggest powerhouse school. So that's if your boys race, are yeah. holding back because of something, then let them have at it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I I would have liked the coach to have stepped in first, and maybe they're still holding back or something. I don't know. It, I wouldn't change the way that it happened because I really like the show. However. If this, if I was there, it wouldn't have happened that way. If I was, this is real life, I would have been so angry. That's what I'm getting at, is I don't like the scenario, but it turned out to be a really good storyline. So I wouldn't change it at all. It just pisses me off, which are the emotions that I think that they want you to feel. So they did a fantastic job of making me feel the way that they want me to. I just don't like it. Oh yeah. They, this show is very good at evoking emotion. Yeah. That, and I'm probably very good at just poking at shit to frustrate you. I mean, you do do that all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of the things that the show consistently does is it makes you uncomfortable. I will say that they did kind of gloss over a huge thing. This is what the trigger warning is kind of about. Although I, the trigger warning is also for like hospital themes, because I know that that could be very triggering for some people. But like also the suicidal stuff. With Shy Boy was, Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe that didn't need to happen. I mean, I think it's probably something that they'll end up touching on in a later season. I hope so. Because I don't feel like it was necessarily glossed over. However, I do think that it was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I I mean, it was great for character building, and I get why. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, I think what it was is that um, if a show is not about that particular theme, and they do it in, like, one episode, and then the rest of the show doesn't really kind of, like, refer back to it, I feel like it can feel a bit out of place. Just like, oh, we did a thing uh, randomly. And because it's such a serious subject, it can then kind of feel a bit superficial. That being said, though, I know that Japan has an issue with this particular subject, Mm. so it could be people trying to address it in a way for children to make it more commonplace, to just talk about, have open conversations, good dialogue. We enjoy that. We like that. Good. And a good way to do that is through media. Just like, oh, it's a casual topic in anime, so it can be a casual topic between me and my parents or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Not only that, I feel like if Shy Boy hadn't have reverted in those last couple of episodes, then mm-hmm. it probably I probably would have taken it as it was very glossed over as somebody who has dealt with said subject. Yeah. However, the fact that he kind of reverted there for a little bit and started being really hard on himself, and you can kind of see that in him, mm-hmm. I'll give it a pass. Yeah, I think I think it was. Like they handled it well, especially with what happened, because again, it was like no that. That wasn't what I was trying to do at all. I was just going to hang up the clothes. Well, why were you sad then? He's like, oh, just because. Yeah, I just... And they jumped to conclusions. They did jump to conclusions. So that is why I also feel like it wasn't as big of an issue or that it wasn't glossed over because they jumped to that conclusion. It wasn't that he was just, you know, sad boy and actually going to do that. Yeah, which I think is is fair. You know, it's, it's a thing. Teenagers are dramatic. So, yeah, I think that's fair. I just, I feel like you could have got the same character development without that. I don't know if it was necessary to include that. Um, But that being said, if it is for open dialogue, if it is to make this communication, if it is something that is going to be referred back to in a second season, I feel like it's a fine plot point. I just would like to see some more on it, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, they did well with tying things up and only including stuff that I feel like would, I guess, be inclusive. 
Yeah. Because, again, they brought up points about everything, even with diversity amongst the group and everything else. Like, they they touched on a lot of, like, sensitive topics, like, very loosely. Yeah, divorced parents, separated kids, siblings. Yeah, so they... another one. Like, it's very inclusive with what they have done. So, I feel like adding in mental health, even though it was very much jumped to conclusions, it still was done in a, I guess, tasteful way. Yeah. Yeah, can we talk about um, Jojo and his relationship with his dad as well? That's a huge, another one for the um, relatable kids demographic. Mm Mm-hmm. That was... It's a very interesting dynamic, however, I also feel like it is a very real dynamic. Yeah. Because it's one of those things to where he wanted to make life easier on his dad because his dad took a, you know, higher paying job to make sure that they could get by and so that he didn't have to worry. And so it was a very well done way of kind of explaining off the fact that he and his dad growing distant because he didn't want to make life any harder on his dad. Yeah. However, I do want to see more about like him and his dad kind of growing more and maybe even like him cooking for his dad now to kind of take the edge off yeah so um scenario is jojo's mom dies um and his dad then takes a high-paying job as brad said and then he comes home and he cooks dinner so they eat together but jojo not as a like middle school kid not wanting to put strain on his dad decides to eat pot noodle before his dad comes home so that his dad doesn't have to cook for him and he can take some of the strain away not realizing as a kid that his dad's doing that so they can still keep their connection and he enjoys doing that he just thinks that it's extra stress so um they end up growing apart and being separate and then later on in this series, we get to see them kind of address it in a way. Not really. I mean, it's very, very early stages of them rebuilding a relationship. But we get to see his dad, who was a water polo player in high school, rush to a game, cancel his work, and then the two of them bonding over that, which I think was really, really nice. I would even, wouldn't mind seeing his dad becoming a volunteer coach for the team. Right? Honestly, yeah, I think that's where a second season could go, is him talking to his dad and being like, hey, do you want to come in and actually coach us? Yeah. Because we I don't, don't think one, yeah. that Minato is going to make a very good coach. No. I also like younger brother stepping up and being like, oh, I've got a training regimen for us <laughs> all. Everyone's like, everyone's like, why is he smirking like that? That's scary. Like, oh, shit. But he was a national champion swimmer. Yes. But third place, I think he got nation- nationally ranked third place yeah. in junior high for freestyle. Mm. So we all know who won that freestyle race. Right. Wait, <laughs> did did MAPPA do free? I, I don't, don't think know. so. It would be hilarious if they did, and that's a reference. Oh my though. god, that would be great. I don't think they did, because no, I, I feel like we would have talked about it. But oh my god, if they're the same universe, please connect those at some point. They didn't, but they did do one about football. No, we don't worry about that. So since we've pretty much talked about everyone else, let's talk about our main boy for yes. a second. Let's talk about Minato. This man, I have never both, I have never went from liking to hating someone in a matter of 30 minutes like I did with this man. Yeah. And it's fascinating as well because you you do and you don't because you just long for the old Minato to come back. You know, mm-hmm. you just... You just, because uh, I didn't care about his memories previously. I'm like, ah, he can get them back. I don't, I don't really care. And then when he loses his memories for a second time, I'm just sitting there being like, get them back, please. Like now. 
Like, somebody punched this man to, like, rejar that part of his brain. Yeah. If he didn't start to change there at the end, I would have been so mad. Also, love the fact that he's just allowed to do sports with a serious concussion. Right? <laughs> like, fine. Cool. It's a sports anime, it'll be okay. Dude yeah. got to play with a torn meniscus in his knee. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's fine, it's, it's okay. Chill. But yeah, so he loses his memories in the accident, then plays with the guys, watches some tapes... Uh, can we also just talk about this, like, blatant foreshadowing that's not even really foreshadowing because they basically told you what was going to happen with the memory loss? Because they're all sharing secrets and he's like, oh yeah, I'm scared that I'm going to relose my memories. The doctor said it won't happen because that's just a thing that happens in dramas, but I'm still scared that it's going to happen. Well, he always talks about stuff in dramas because that's all he knows. Yeah. So I kind of... I kind of figured they were going to do something. I didn't think they were going to make the poor man hit his head again whenever he fell off his bike. Yeah, no. Although the second his head hit the concrete whenever his bike fell over, I knew. I was like, oh no. I was like, oh fuck. Oh no, what have they done? I know. Um, They should have given us at least an episode of him having to deal with what was going on. Yeah. Like, with the memories and everything. Yeah. Before they just went ahead and just straight shut those bitches off. Yeah, I do feel like it was kind of abrupt. It was like him, he finds out the fact that he was a dick, then goes to talk to somebody about the fact that he was a dick, then regains all of his memories because of the fact that he was a dick, then she just leaves. She's just like, peace, I'm out. Um, And he has to make his way home. Also, can I talk about these parents for a second? Because there's two scenarios that really pissed me off about these parents. First one was this case. They find out on the phone call, hey, I've regained my memories. I'm on my way home. And the parents don't, like, I would be like, no, stay the fuck where you are. I'm coming to get you. I'm like, stay. But they don't. It's raining. It's miserable. It's the evening. Well, it wasn't the parents that took the phone call. I know, it was the sister. But then I would have immediately called right back again. I'd have been like, no, give me the phone. Um, or, well, after she'd already hung up and then said he regained his memories, I would have called right back again and then said, stay where you are, I'm coming to get you, because the emotional trauma that that kid is going through right now, there's no way I would let him go home on his own, um, and be out in the dark and raining. That one time when that pissed me off. Second time, younger sister has a big performance to go to. I get that. Great. She's experienced PTSD. She's gone through so much. Yes, parent, be there for said performance. Second kid has big game that he is going to. It's the first time he's playing water polo since he was in a coma. Like, big... Second time. Well, first proper time. Second time. (laughs) Second and third time. Sorry. Yeah, okay. But, like, first time he's playing in a tournament. Like, this matters. This game matters. No, no, they made it to the second game. It's fine. (laughs) Big important game. First time and parents can go see. It's not a close practice. They're going to go see a game. It wasn't a close practice. It was a game. No, the, the, um, uh, practice I mean, they played game, against the children, match. but, yeah, no, but no, it they was, played against children, but no, no, it, it was a it practice was a match. game. It was a practice. It doesn't matter. It, it was, was closed a practice. It was a match. It wasn't official, but it was a match. I, I agree. It was a match, but it was closed practice. His parents couldn't come. Who said? The laws of anime? <laughs> Did they say they couldn't come? It's closed practice. No, no, it's fine. Shut up. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, anyway, it's the most important game this kid has ever experienced. Ever. No. Yes, because he's just come back from a literal- Junior High Self got a trophy. Shut up. (laughs) 
literal just coming back from the worst injury I think a person can probably experience, okay? He's been in a coma for months. He's playing a game. It's important. Why did the parents not be like, hey, one parent over here, one parent over here? Because they have one car. They could have dropped him off. <laughs> like, like, how did he get there then? If their parent couldn't have gone with him, couldn't they have rode a bike with him? I don't know. Both parents should have split up. One parent with that kid, one parent with the other kid, and then when the younger sister had finished her performance, both other parent and sister could have gone to watch the second game. Why were they not there for the first game? They should have split the parents up. I'm sorry, parents. You're assholes. No, no. Great parents. Because <laughs> they were understanding. They were not! They Did what's-his-face look even the slightest bit upset that they were going to take care of the sister first? No. I think he would have probably cared, though, if, if a parent no. had been there. If he had looked up and there had been a parent, it would have still been nice. This I, is dickhead Minato we're talking the about mom here, even though he was starting to change. should have been there for her son. That's all I'm saying. The daughter was also part of the accident. Dad she can be there for the daughter. She has had the past, like, year, two years worth of parents being around her. Other kid has been in a coma. For six and a half months. Yes, exactly. That's not two years. No, but then he had therapy and he forgot all of those memories at this point as well. So, yeah, like an entire year, he doesn't even know. I am saying his parents needed to have split up and been one parent for each kid. They're two parents, two kids. They could have supported both. No, no, they were there for the victory that needed the most moral support. No, no, this is not how that works. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. No, no, it's fine. No. Disagree. No. No, no, it's fine. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) Ugh, okay. Also, I know that the girl is mad that her friend got shat on by uh, Minato while he was um, being a dick, right? Uh Uh-huh. I get that. She probably has a crush on this other guy who has a girlfriend, and so she doesn't want- She did look really heartbroken whenever she found out the dude had a girlfriend. Yeah. So she has an emotional connection to this guy. Um, and I get that she wants Minato to, like, take responsibility. But, like, she was really mean to a guy who had just been in an accident. She didn't know. And she, she hated the dude beforehand. She did know. She had heard the rumors. She didn't know how bad it was. She heard the rumors. She'd been told well, he she forgot didn't all know. of his memories. And she hated him. She was still mean. She was conflicted. I get that. They're teenagers. She... I get that they're dramatic. She was still mean. Okay, emotions are a thing. I know they're a thing, but she was mean. And now it's my turn to keep saying she was mean. (laughs) All she knew was hatred. She was mean. all she knew. Mean. He drove off her best friend. Mean. Okay, and? She was mean. Okay, he needed it. He didn't. He just been. I think the last person who needs someone to be mean to them is someone who's just been in an accident. Well, again, she didn't know that he was completely different. Oh, that Minato did not deserve the mean. However, she didn't know. She didn't understand. She tried to help him. She did her best. She oh, did a good job. I'm so done. I shipped those two. Uh, okay. No, no, it's fine. Everything's fine now. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I want to know more about Bad Boy because we know nothing about him. He's like one of the only characters that hasn't really had much development, other than yeah, like, just... <clears throat> other than like, I play baseball and then I wasn't good enough, so now I'm sad. Like, I don't. We don't know anything else about him. I think if we do get a second season, I think we'll end up getting more about him. Yeah. I think. I hope. I hope we get a second season. Yeah, me too. I also want to know more about, uh, what is his name? 
Kohai? Chocolate Boy. Oh, Patisserie. Yeah. Yeah, we don't actually, yeah, because his, his. Because we know he likes to bake, and he likes to make chocolates for everybody to get. Yeah, and his development was that he understood how Minato felt because everyone had always relied on him in sports because he was tall, and then they had high expectations of him that he's actually not very naturally athletic, even though he's, like, much taller than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so they, he was like, ah, oh, well, well, when you said don't have high expectations, that's how we, we bonded. I get that. I would also like more information on him. I also want more information on Kohai, because mm-hmm. um, we kind of got the sense that he was around Minato when Minato was a dick. He was the camera boy. He didn't actually ever get to play, though, because he wasn't, like, good enough. But I want more there. We don't know anything about his personal life, either. Yeah, because he seems really schemy. Yeah. He's very much the, uh... Fucking, what's his face from Dr. Stone? My stomach's growling. Stomach John, welcome back. Um, but yeah, what's his face from Dr. Stone? That's who he reminds me of. Gin. I don't know. Yes, it is Gin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Gin, so the who knows? Rules Oh, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> um, And then I also, okay, so older brother is, I want him to now have a proper rivalry with younger brother, because- no, because younger brother doesn't give a shit about older brother anymore. He only cares about Minato. Well, that's the thing. That's what I want. I now want older brother to start having a rivalry with younger younger brother, but younger brother isn't even looking at him, and I want it to, like, switch so he gets a taste of his own medicine a bit. <laughs> Not for long. Just a little bit. Just to be like, oh, so this is how my brother felt. I was a real dick. That's kind of... <laughs> I mean, I want him to have the character growth. Yeah. But I just want to see them both chase Minato now. But I also want Minato to not be a dick. Yeah, I want Minato to... He's getting better. He is but don't getting... be a dick. Yeah, he's getting much better. I would. I don't know if I want him to regain the memories. I, I mean, I kind of do, because I would like him to just have the full scope, scope of his life. I Like, for him, I want him to have his memories. But also, for plot and storyline, I don't know if he needs them. Um, because he's re- rebuilding those bonds right away, and he's already becoming a team player. I think even if he doesn't consciously remember those Memories, his, su- his subconscious has already grown enough to where he isn't the same person that he was. And I also think him being away from Coach is helping. Because although Coach is good at what he does at making the best players, like I said, I don't think he's good at raising kids. And so, Well, I think he did what he thought was right at the time. Agreed. With what he told Minato. Yeah. Because again, he's like, look, they've grown and matured. And he's like, I realize that you're stuck in the past. So you need to move past this on your own. At least that's what I got from that conversation. Cause I too kind of felt like dude's kind of a dick. But at the same time, I was like, I get what you're saying. No, yeah, I agree. I Cause don't. Cause that's what Minato, like that's probably, the coach was the only person that could have talked sense into that version of Minato. Yeah. And then Minato was a typical teenager about it with the attitude of fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. And I just don't think that he, I think he could have, I feel like the way that he worded it, uh, see, this is the thing, is because, like, in one sense, the way that he worded it could have completely ended his career. But if it had completely ended his career, would that have been Coach's fault for the way that he worded things? Or would that have just been like, okay, no, I've had enough, just in general, like, my mental health cannot take it, Um, I'm done. In which case... It's not a coach's thing. His words haven't affected anything. He would have quit at a later date anyway, even if he, like, he had progressed further. You know, so it does, he had to have been a strong character for him to be able to go through that. And those words wouldn't have affected him either way. That being said, I mean, maybe a little bit of encouragement. Maybe being like, 
you're behind them, you're not going to catch up to them anytime soon, work on yourself, as opposed to just being like, you're behind them, you're not going to catch up to them. Well, again, he spoke to Minato, and I think the only way that Minato would get it. Yeah. Because that Minato, real hard-headed. Yeah. Big dumb. I know. So, again, although I don't agree with what he said, I feel like it was the only way to get through to him. Because he really cared about Minato. Like, he really cares about those boys. I know he does. I just don't think that he's a very nice way of doing things. And But then again, like, I say this, but I wouldn't change it in the show, because I think that it needs to be the way that it is for the show to be as good as it is. I just don't think he's a very nice character. Like I said, in a real-life perspective, fuck that man. Yeah. But, at the same time, I totally understand everything that he's doing. Because yeah. it is exactly what they need. At least from a, you know, growth standpoint. Now, from a personal perspective, no, you're a dick. Yeah. So, it is just one of those things where it's like, he he's kind of an anti-hero. And uh, he's a really, really good anti-hero. He's a good character. You don't enjoy him being there. You don't like him. But without him, the show wouldn't be what it is. So. No. In show context, really enjoy it, think he's great. Do I like his character? No. If I could see his get character getting beat up with a baguette, I would jump on it. Yes, please. <laughs> like that's... Let me take a few swings with that pinata bat. Yeah, I just don't... I if, if this was real life, I wouldn't let children ever be coached by him because I think he needs to deal with fully developed brains. But yeah, that's the way things played out. Uh, yeah, and I really don't like the fact that he let a teenager play with an injury when they could go on to play for, like, the Olympics, in the Olympics or whatever, and for Japan, and he still let him almost sacrifice his entire- What if that injury had gotten so much worse? Like, kids are dumb, and they're not going to stop when it hurts, even if they say they will, because they want to win. I don't know. That was a bad coaching decision. But again, made for a good story. No, no, there's no way they weren't going to win. It's fine. No, I know, but, like, what if he was, like, I'm gonna, because the rest of my teammates aren't playing to the best of their ability, I'm gonna show them up, and I'm gonna play for the entire game, and what if it had hurt? You know, you know, like, that's the thing. It's just- No, no, it's fine. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Younger sister. Addressing her. Being like, I I I miss the old Minato. She didn't know he was there. I know she didn't, and I actually- I get it, and I, I don't, like, I'm not, I'm not angry at her at all, because she immediately regretted saying it, and I understand what it's like to say something on impulse, you know? And she didn't know that he was there. She immediately regretted saying it. And also, like, I can understand that, like, he was a very different person before and after, and he was much nicer to her before. So as a younger sister, I can, I can be like, yeah, no, I get why you said that. Don't blame her at all. It was just a very difficult situation. Mm, Not only that, but as somebody who deals with this on a daily basis, family members will talk a lot of shit whenever they think that the person that they're talking shit about is not around. We have very thin walls here. I hear the amount of shit talked about me on a daily basis. Mm. However, so I I fully understand where she was coming from and what she was saying. Now, granted, she was saying it out of a, you know, space of love and also i feel like at some point it was going to be said regardless yeah because i get it because he we didn't see how the family life was before the accident but then we kind of got the idea after the fact yeah so it was i feel like it kind of needed to happen to kind of trigger the forward setting set of events because it was after that that he started to actually be nice to her again yeah 
So I get it. Yeah, he needed some kind of trigger. It's just that that was a very difficult moment to watch. It's very uncomfortable as a viewer, which again is one of those things where I'm like, this makes it a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not often that we get to sit and watch an anime and get you know that level of uncomfortable about dealing with stuff like that because it's very real issues like really cringy stuff that's going to happen in anime just because that happens but we never really got that with this we just got like very uncomfortable moments of like true and real character growth yeah there's a quite a few moments of just like people being awkward that is very very relatable for instance a fantastic one is um with jojo where he goes to tell his dad um, I have a game of water polo I want you to come watch. And he's been, like, working up the courage over quite a while. Like, this this progression of him with his dad, his relationship with his dad, is shown through multiple episodes. Really, really good, um, slow progression. And uh, and he goes to, to tell him, but instead of saying, hey, I have a game, I want you to come, he asks if he's working on Saturday, and his dad goes, oh, yeah, I am. And so he goes, oh, okay, no worries then, and, like, backs out. And the amount of times that I have done something like that, I've been like, hey, do you want to hang out? But instead of asking that, I go, hey, you busy? And, um, or what are you doing? And then they're like, oh, I have this and this, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, and then just, like, don't. It's very awkward and very real. Mm-hmm. Thought it was oh, yeah, 100%. Moment. Yeah. It was. But, yeah, so that, that younger sister scenario is... It's very, yeah, it was a very normal human moment to go through, and I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to, even if they haven't lost their own memories, of, Mm. like, having a sibling and having them be like, oh, I miss when we used to do this, or I preferred it before this, or I, like, life was better when you were like this, you know? Siblings do that, we're assholes to each other, Mm. and, and... Yeah, it's a very relatable moment. I think even with friends of just being like, oh, I miss when we were in middle school. You were a better friend then or something. Mm-hmm. Like, people are assholes. It was a moment I feel like a lot of people can relate to. Being on either side of the coin, feeling immediately mm-hmm. guilty after saying something like that and, like, not meaning it. Mm-hmm. And and then also the having heard it. Yeah. Um. And then, okay, so let's actually talk about game day because I think, yeah, I feel like the, the way that they did the final game is the most important part. Well, I mean, it's the it's the like the big thing of the the show, the finale of the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have our first game with the other team, which we haven't had a, pra- a game with before, but we did have the practice game with their juniors, and everyone has been working really, really hard. That last month up to it, we kind of got a bit of a training montage, and Minato made incredible progress during that, but it is very obviously not enough. Yeah, dude went from having no belly button to at least having a four pack in like a month. Yeah. Um, we say it's a month. I think the way that it kind of progressed was that with the months of physiotherapy, then the three months of practice, cause I, the way you can look at it is like, oh, he went from like not being able to walk to being able to play water polo with a 10 pound weight above his head, like floating in the water for, in three months. It's like, no, actually, because physiotherapy is, is a killer on your body. And so he was, Training before he was training, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because he went from a coma to, I think he woke up from his coma, what would have been almost finished (coughs) with his uh, sophomore year Mm -hmm. of high school. So he spent the rest of his sophomore year in high school doing therapy and rehabilitation and and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he went into spring where he would have started his uh, junior year, but instead he's 
back in his sophomore year because he missed an entire year of schooling, plus he was missing three years worth of school memories as well. Yeah. So he spent all that time studying, reading manga, rehab. <laughs> yeah. And so then you go from, you have the entire spring of them starting the team and kind of doing all that training and the scrimmage, and then summer happens, and it was a month before the prefectures, which was July 18th, so June 18th, kind of around that time, or a little bit before is whenever he fell, hit his head, lost his new memories, and got his old ones back. Yes. Yeah, so it can kind of, I think, look rushed from one perspective, but if you take into account rehab, which if you've ever had an injury and you've gone through some kind of rehab or physio or whatever, you will know how killer it is on your body. Um, and, uh, and the fact that they don't, I don't know a single physiotherapist that tries to make it so that you get to okay. They're always like, okay, and now you are going to be an Olympian with the amount of training I'm going to put you through. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> like, rehab people have no chill. No chill. They're like, okay, so you just got out of surgery. Now you're going to run a marathon in the next month. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I remember um, my grandma, she had a hysterectomy, and they were like, okay, up you get the next day. It's like, <laughs> stand mm -hmm. up, walk. Oh, okay, you've just had a knee replacement? Get up. <laughs> like, you're walking. But it's amazing yeah. how quickly, like, medical technology has advanced like that, though. Mm-hmm. Because even like a decade or so ago, if you had a knee replaced or a hip replaced, you'd be in bed for a few days. Now they're like, same day, like if you had a hip replacement or a knee replacement that morning, that evening, they're like, all right, walk. Yeah, stand up, at least. Like you have Yeah, to like get your shit done, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a story about that. Uh, this isn't physiotherapy, this is just doctors being hilarious. Um, is uh, when I had, I had a surgery on the roof of my mouth when I was about 11 or 12 years old. And, um, uh, and it, like I was put under, it was a pretty big surgery and I come out of surgery and they, and because obviously anesthetic can sometimes make you nauseous, they didn't want me to throw up. So the best way to get rid of nausea other than like medication, a more natural remedy, um, is ginger, right? And also, also I needed sugars. So they were like, have some ginger ale. So I <laughs> can feel nothing in my face. My whole face. I can't feel nothing. I've had my, like, the, my jaw was dislocated. The, my soft palate of my mouth has stitches. Like, I cannot feel a thing. Drink this thing. <laughs> Drink this fizzy thing. So I'm like, okay. Grabs cup. Puts it to face. Nothing. It just, <laughs> <laughs> Mess. Blood. <laughs> Ginger ale. Dripping all down my shirt. I'm like, looking around, like, you wanted me to drink that? After I just had face mouth surgery, you want me to drink after I had mouth surgery? Like immediate, like ten minutes ago. Sure, why not? I think I managed to get some down. I don't know. Maybe. Didn't feel it either way. Didn't, I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I just remember that. I also like I, that surgery. I I remember I just woken up, was still laying in the hospital bed, you know, before a nurse had come over. I, I guess they hadn't noticed I was awake yet. Um, and I'm like, ah, oh, I had mouth surgery. Guess what I do? Stick my finger in my mouth. <laughs> That's how loopy I was. I was like, oh, I want to feel the surgery site. Don't do that, kids. I mean, when you're under anesthetic, you do all kinds of weird stuff. But that's what I did, is I stuck my finger in my mouth. And then I remember a nurse coming up and being like, don't do that. 
See, I remember getting my wisdom teeth taken out, and whenever you have this done, you're not allowed to have solid food for like three or four days while shit's healing, and you know, you don't want to give yourself dry sockets from too much chewing and all that other shit. Yeah. I had a steak. I went to Ikea after I had my wisdom teeth out and nearly fainted. Hey, there you go. Yeah, we're big dumb. <laughs> Real big dumb. Yeah. Don't listen to us, kids. No, don't. Listen to the podcast, but don't take life advice from us. We big stupid. Honestly, yeah. The worst part about that surgery of the roof of my mouth, though, was because I had stitches. I couldn't have anything. I couldn't have solids, but I also couldn't have anything with seeds or, like, small bits in it. So that mm-hmm. eliminated smoothies. Oh, no. I also, because of the stitches, couldn't suck anything with a straw. So no milkshake? So, no drinks? Yeah. So I was living off of mashed potato and soup. <laughs> but, like, not any kind of soup. Specifically, like, tomato or anything that has no chunks in it. Like, Ew. yeah, that that was my life. And it was a much longer healing process than wisdom teeth. It's not a great surgery. Do, do not recommend having an extra tooth in your mouth. Like, in your face. Not even in my mouth. It was in my face. Yeah, 32 is enough. Yeah. The only reason I know how many teeth we have is because of that damn Fairly Odd Parents song. Odd Parents, Fairly Odd Parents. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Don't end up with teeth in your palate. It's not great. Don't do that. Also, you end up with really bad brain freeze afterwards. I mean, not just like all the time, but like I have a sensitive scar on the roof of my mouth now. Brain freeze. Brain freeze. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. We were talking about the final game. It's the final game now. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, playing the big guys. They hold back. I, when I first saw the, the first quarter, I was like, no way that they're going to be on level with them. And I was like, no, I could immediately tell that these bitches are holding back. Yeah. Uh, what's They just smashed their previous opponent, what is it, 28-0? Yep. And now they're all of a sudden just, like, on par? <laughs> what? I mean, I could get it, too, that they were tired, because they immediately just got done with one, and now they're playing another. Yeah. But also, like, they had been training for it. They, this is... A, this is that's they're the entire you know what i mean like uh. yeah but um yeah okay so they're playing this school first quarter they're nil nil and everyone's like oh my god that's amazing then momo steps in and they're like oh just kidding like all right time to start kicking ass i was kind of half expecting minato to have one of those moments where he goes are you serious you were holding back on me and like like, I'm mad at you for holding back at me because that's an insult to me as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also fine with him not having that moment. Well, I feel like it's because he kind of figured yeah. that they were, especially considering older brother wasn't playing. Yeah. But then the second older brother starts playing, he's like, whoa, he's not like he was earlier. So I think he kind of ha- realized that they were holding back. Yeah. So I guess he's just like, okay, now I know what I really have to work towards. Yeah, and so then their goal quickly changes from winning to just getting one point. And uh, and I think that was fair, very fair, very well done. Um, also, the fact that Shy Boy is the one that got it yeah. just makes me so happy. Yeah, I feel like everybody had kind of a moment to shine throughout the two games in the preliminary tournament. Um, mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, I feel like it was a really, a really good moment. And the plot twist with uh, Minato reverting back to his old self for a moment. But just kidding. It was a distraction of the defenders. Right? Yeah. That was great. It was fantastic. It was, yeah. Good uh, growth. Yeah, and as I really also like the fact that we got to see from the other person's perspective who was on his team during middle school being like, I know that you're going to faint and then shoot over here, so I'm already prepared. And then, just kidding, 
um, you don't actually know me anymore because I have grown as a person rather than I've grown as an athlete. It's just I've grown as a person, which was nice. Yeah, it's like, I would never pass back then, so you would never expect me to pass, especially to the worst person on the team. Mm -hmm. But the worst person on the team's actually pretty decent and scores a point. They're like, shit. Shit. Yeah. Um, so... I also really like the, um, the, the fact his, like, little, like, slogan thing. What is it? Let, let's get it. Is yeah, that let's it? do it. Let's do it. Um, I really like that. Cause again, it's one of those things where it's like, he's not a completely different person from one to the other. He's just had different life experiences depending on his memories that have shaped him into a different person. And mm -hmm. it was one of those moments where you kind of got that re, um, the affirmation that he is still, he's still the same person. It's just, I'm putting it down to it. The coach changed him as a human being with yeah. the words that he said and the well, way that he trained him. The coach built him into like what he could be as an athlete. Yeah, disregarding everything else that he needs as a human. <laughs> Which I what, mean, food, oxygen—he got all of that. He didn't, he didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold your breath, kid. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it was one of those. It was like a nice um connection that n not just for him but for the characters around him to be like oh yeah no he's still he's still our friend mm -hmm. okay so what would you like to see in a second season uh more learning about water pillow yeah because i feel like there's a lot of shit we didn't learn yeah uh i want to see minato and what's her face get together and go out on a date because that would be great mm -hmm. uh i want to learn more about shy boy mm -hmm. like what what his deal is yeah yeah how he became to be so shy yeah, and also red-headed, slumped-over mohawk. Bad boy. Want to see more about that guy, yeah. Yeah. I want them to get either a coach or a faculty advisor that actually gives a shit. I feel like their faculty advisor gives a shit, he just doesn't know anything about it. I, okay, gives a shit. <laughs> gives one shit. He gives singular shit. Because he was there and he learned the rules right before. But also, he's a faculty, he took on the club. And then just wasn't there for anything except the final tournament, like the preliminaries. Like, he gives a shit. Well, that was the prelims. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing he was there for, though. He never came to any practice. He never, like... I'm not expecting him to coach them, but he could have just checked on them every now and again, you know? He did. Whenever Shadboy got hit in the face with a ball. Because they went and asked him, and he was like, oh, one of my students got hurt. I ought to check that. It wasn't like a him, oh... I ought to just, like, pop in and say hi. You know what I mean? That's what I want. I just want, like, more than singular shit. No, no. He do good. No, he doesn't do good. But yeah, get What's-His-Face's dad to come and help coach. That'd be nice. Yeah, I would like some kind of proper structural, like, third party in there. Either a faculty advisor that's, like, him stepping up more and, like, actually getting invested in the sport and learning. More because he does know about sport because he, the other the reason why he's not around this group is because he was training track or something else I don't know, um so he knows about sport so maybe investing some of that knowledge into this or them getting a different faculty advisor or some third party coach would be nice. I would like to see Minato get back on form. I would like to see Shy Boy at least to be on par with the rest of the team. Athletic-wise, I'm not expecting him skill-wise to all I get there, but I'd like to see him build muscle mass and stamina, that kind of stuff, as it progresses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want more background on the on the rest of the supporting characters. I don't really care about the other three boys. I know I, we're probably going to get more about them if there is a second season. Um, Don't really care. Another thing that I would really, really like, just 
completely separate is uh, maybe way in the future if there's a second season or a third and a third season later on down the line. I'm not expecting this anytime soon. I would like at some point for them to do an older version of them when they're on a Japan team with like the other three, um, Minato, maybe some of the others from, from this group, I don't know, and some other guys and like a fighting for a Japan team um, would be nice or like a, the Olympics or something. I'm always like that though. I want to see like far more into the future. I know that's probably not going to happen or if it does happen, it's going to happen in like a decade, you know? <laughs> but <clears throat> that's something I would enjoy. And then there was one more point that I wanted to make. Oh yeah, we spoke about this uh, before we started recording, but we haven't actually spoken about it since recording. And that is the J-pop banger of an OP. Oh my goodness. The OP is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. The is actually really good too. Yeah. And I like the different styles between the OP animation and the ED animation and the differences in music, but also feel like they set the tones between the two. And the OP is called Forget Me Not. And I mean... Which is great. It fits the show very well. So well. So good. So big fan. Big fan. Yeah, so overall, what do you what do you give? I think I'm on par with everybody else. I think it is a solid seven and a half. I'm going to give it a nine. <gasps> wow. Yeah, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, like I said, the way that it all kind of ended and wrapped itself up and drew me in, I, it was fantastic. And the fact I can't get the OP out of my head, I'm having a ball. OP is great. I think for me, the things that are knocking it down is the level of cliche. I do love a good cliche, but I've watched so many sports animes by this point, some of the the plot lines are just a little bit overdone for me. Mm-hmm. Even though I think they did them in a in a good way, and I think the way that they addressed the second memory forgetting of just being really blatant about it was actually pretty smart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I've watched a load of sports anime by this point, so if the if the characters weren't as good as they are, I feel like the storyline could be forgettable. And that's where I'm like, uh. But it's always going to be the characters that make the show. I know, but I just, I think that the, yeah, that's, it's, I just find it a bit cliche. What else would I say is not, not great? Oh, the chocolates. That's one thing I was going to say. He's sharing chocolates with everyone, but they didn't look very appetizing. It's chocolate. I know, but like, I wanted, like, he says dad's a patissary, uh, I wanted to see, like, Patissier? Patissier is the building. Patissier is the person who b- bakes. I don't know French. Don't judge me. He's a baker. I I want more extravagance. I've watched too much Food Wars. And Okay, so that that's 100% on you. The show did absolutely nothing wrong. So, I don't care. I'm gonna be... I'm, uh, also, I want... You're right. You can give it whatever you want and hate I, whatever you want. I'm just gonna give you shit about it because I can. I want more dramatic poses from JoJo, and I'm not gonna... I'm not oh gonna let God. up. Oh, my God. I'm not gonna let up on that. I, I want dramatic poses from JoJo. And oh. I think it would actually fit his character because he is so dramatic as a character. I think it would be fine for them to just every now and again throw in a dramatic pose. I would love that. Fantastic. Oh. Goodness. <laughs> and I'm never gonna not call him Jojo, even though he is Jojo. But yeah. Jojima Joe. He is Jojima Joe, or as we would call him, Joe Jojima. Which cause... feels like what's his face his name from Food Wars? Who? I'll get there eventually. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh maybe yeah, I don't I, I don't know why I'm giving it a seven and a half. It feels right to me. A seven no, and a half. No, no, go with right. your gut. 
Yeah. Nine feels nine just feels that way to me. So that's why I'm rolling with it. Yeah, no, go for it. It was a good time. I very much enjoyed it, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to and hoping that there is a second season. Yeah, give us more, please and thanks. Yes. Okay. So, if you like the voice that was here with me, you can find her on Instagram and Twitter at BlueLavenderSTM. She's also on TikTok at BlueLavender and YouTube under the same handle. If you want to go find artsy stuff, life updates, and all those other shenanigans, you go there. Yeah! And if you like Brad, who has annoyed me this entire time- No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you can find him on um, Twitch and... Oh, speaking of Twitch, um, he's at Broadcasting Gaming, by the way. But uh, yeah, there's been a huge leak. So if you didn't hear about the leak and the hackers and all that kinds of stuff, just in case, change your password. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go do that. Yes. Also, on the note of Twitch, while we're already there, uh, go give us a follow at twitch.tv forward slash Anime. That's officially up and running, so go check us out. I haven't put up any of the artwork yet, but it's there. It's there, yeah. Shameless plug. Mm-hmm. And then Brad is also on Instagram at Gaming as well. We are on Instagram, Twitter, all YouTube, the socials at uh, BNB Anime. We're BNB Anime everywhere, so if you're curious what platforms we're on, just search it and you'll find us or you won't. And, um, yeah, and then we have a website, www.bnbanime.com, where we have all of our previously archived episodes, along with links to your favorite listening platform or easy download right on the website, depending on what you want, along with background, friends of the podcast, all that fun jazz. So check it out if you're curious. And, yeah. Also, YouTube. Um. So your boy has come to a decision that YouTube videos are going to go up a week behind. So if you want to hear the podcast first, you got to check it out on Spotify. Although shenanigans, if you want to check it out on YouTube, it's going to be a week behind. Yeah. And if you're curious if it is automatically uploaded onto your platform, um, then check us out on the website because we are on Spotify, but we're also on a couple of others. So check it out on the website if you want to know. Or if you've been listening to it already, then you've been listening to us on it already. Yeah, because I know we're on Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon. Uh, a few other kind of like smaller promotions. Pandora, we're on yeah. there as well. Yeah. Basically, we're on everything, but just keep in mind, if you do listen to us on YouTube, YouTube is going to be a week behind. So yeah, you want to hear us first. Any- yeah, YouTube's been behind anyway because the upload is irregular from the site that we use. So yeah, you we're always out on a Sunday unless something happens dramatic. However, I can guarantee that the YouTube video will be going up at the same time as the podcast, considering I scheduled the podcast ahead of time. So the YouTube video will also go up at 9.30 EST. Yeah. Everything goes up at 9.30. So, ding. Ding. We are doing Wonder Egg Priority. Yeah, real pretty anime. Fun time. So look forward to that next week. Nice. I don't know anything about it. All I know is apparently it was like the biggest anime out of the summer season. Yeah. Or at least it's the one that pretty much everybody was talking about. So we can look forward to that. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, Wonder Egg Priority. But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye.